This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Hello, Raw Beauty crew. I hope your 2024 is off to a good start. I don't know about you, but I am being inundated right now (laughs) with a million different health and wellness plans, opportunities, and things that I should be doing. I don't know if it's extra this year or what is happening, but I just feel it all around. And I did a post on this the other day that sometimes all of this information that's so readily available to us can start to feel incredibly overwhelming because a lot of it is in opposition of one another. We've got, you know, one expert saying that we need animal sourced protein and another another person saying that plant-based is the way to go. We've got one person prescribing Ozempic and another person who's experiencing really terrible side effects from it. One person's doing cold plunges and one of my best friends goes in the cold water and his heart goes into AFib. So it's like, where do we even begin with so many different options and so many different things? How do we even start to identify what it is that we should be doing for our own health and wellness? I don't know about you, but when I get overwhelmed, things start to feel sticky. I go into freeze mode a little bit. So, you know, there's fight, flight, freeze for our nervous system. When our nervous system becomes overwhelmed or stressed by all of this information or in any area of our life, we can move into one of those three states, fight, flight, or freeze. If you ever find yourself in a space of wellness overwhelm and then you notice that you don't seem to be doing anything, that's probably what is happening for you too. We ideally do want to be taking action to support our well-being, whether that's going for a hot girl walk or hitting a Pilates class, going to spin class, whatever it is, and you know, eating foods that make us feel really good. But as I said, when we move into that space of overwhelm and when there's so much information out there, we can just feel stuck instead. So if you're nodding your head listening to this, I want you to know that you're not alone. This really is the perfect example of what I've been talking about for a long time, which is that every body is different. Every single body is different and everybody is coming to the table with their own health history, with their own set of genetics, with their own story around wellness, with their own interests and desires. So it really is so important that you take time to just get quiet and to get to know yourself and what works for your body. This is the work that I do day in and day out as a coach. I spend way less time telling you what to do and prescribing you a plan. What I love to do is ask a lot of questions that help you uncover 
uncover the answers using your own wisdom, using your body's wisdom, using your uh, hunger and fullness cues, using your desires as a map to help support optimal wellness. When I think of winter, I imagine cozy sweaters, brisk walks through falling leaves, and getting cozy by a fire with a big mug of tea and my book. My all-time favorite tea is the Loose Leaf Tea from David's Tea. With the most incredible selection of traditional tea blends and fun, unique blends like pumpkin chai and candy cane crush, David's Tea is always stocked in my home, and it's a go-to gift for the people I love most every holiday. Until December 23rd, head to davidstea.com to get 15% off loose leaf tea when you use the code RAWBEAUTY15. If you're not sure where to start, organic cream of Earl Grey and organic chamomile dreamland are beautiful blends. And of course, my personal fave, Sunny Sea, which is bursting with freshly squeezed orange. They also have a selection of teas to support you through cold and flu season. If you have a sore throat, stuffy nose, or if you feel under the weather, the organic cold 911 tea is a must. Create a beautiful ritual in your day with David's Tea. Go to davidstea.com to get 15% off all their loose leaf teas when you use code rawbeauty15 at davidstea.com. That's 15% off all loose leaf teas at davidstea.com. Use the code rawbeauty15. Happy sipping. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you speak a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited Titan deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash rawbeautytalks. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash rawbeautytalks, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Raw Beauty Talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. Today's episode is a little micro episode. When I was speaking at an event recently for Modern Day Wife, somebody came up to me at the end and she was so sweet. She's been listening to the podcast and just so complimentary. She asked for a piece of advice and she's growing her business. And I said, honestly, the best piece of advice I can give you is to just be you. Just show up you. You are the secret sauce in whatever it is that you are working on right now. You're the one thing that can't be replicated. Any business plan, any strategy, any tactic, it can all be replicated. Somebody else can do that wellness plan, but you are the secret sauce. And then she asked me a question and it really took me aback. She said, oh, how do I be myself? And at first I kind of like chuckled, like, how do I be myself? Just be you. And then I realized how difficult it is for so many of us, myself included, to just 
be you, to just allow ourselves to be ourselves, the fullest expression of ourselves. And there are a number of reasons for this. One, we don't take a lot of time (laughs) to really get to know ourselves. We head into elementary school or the education system and we're kind of told who to be and what we need to do in order to get good grades. And our parents tell us who we need to be and what we need to do. Society tells us these things as well. And so if we're not good about creating space to uncover that, it can be hard to know what are our unique thoughts versus what are mom's thoughts, what are dad's thoughts, what are that teacher's thought, what does society think for myself? So one of the first things that you can do if you're feeling like, I don't actually know if I fully know how to show up as myself or who I am is to get quiet and to journal or to work with a coach, work with a therapist, somebody who can help you uncover who you really are underneath all of these beliefs and stories that have been imprinted upon you. I would say even just taking a blank piece of paper and answering some of these questions. So how do you like to move your body? If I was to say, okay, we're going to go get some exercise, what would be your top choice? What kind of outfits do you feel good in? Maybe you're like, I don't feel good in anything. Okay, well, why? What's going on there? Maybe you don't even think about clothes, but you love baking or you love playing tennis. Start just thinking about some of the things that you enjoy, things that make you feel good. Consider whether you feel comfortable sharing your opinion and what is your opinion in the first place. Obviously, that depends on the topic that we're discussing, but in any given situation, if you had an opinion on something, would you feel comfortable sharing it? Why or why not? What activities fill you up? What activities or things or people drain you? And then one of the questions that I love the most is what life do you want to create for yourself? What life do you want to create for yourself? What do you desire in your life? What kind of day do you want to have? What kind of work do you want to do? Who do you want to be around? Where do you want to live? Like all of these things are a possibility for each and every one of us. Really, it's just our own belief in ourself that gets in the way. Our own uncertainty about whether our desires are appropriate or okay. Will they hurt somebody else? Will they ruffle feathers at home? All of these things. So just taking a blank piece of paper and start to write down what you know to be true about yourself. And I can guarantee you that as you begin this exercise, more things are going to come up. And then notice which parts in this puzzle, in this graph, in this list that you've created, do you feel a little bit shy or nervous about sharing? Who will judge you if you share these? Whose opinion are you worried about? It's so interesting with the Golden Globes that just happened uh, last weekend. Oh my gosh, what an SHIT show that was. Oh, I'm voting for a female host next year because the host, he just, he did not nail it. He was so far from nailing it. The, the jokes were just off. They were cheap shots, a lot of them cheap shots at women where he was completely missing the mark. And it was kind of cool to see that not a lot of people were down with it. 
which means that we are experiencing a bit of a cultural shift right now. Here, here for that. So here for that. So (laughs) what was interesting about the Golden Globes is that I'm in a phase right now with social where I find it a lot more interesting to hang out in the comment sections of posts. I love seeing what people are saying about the posts or, or what their opinions are. And so all these individuals who are totally glammed up and looking incredible and expressing themselves in different ways, when you would scroll through the comments below each and every one of them, you would see that some people were obsessed with the looks. The comments were like, she's slaying and oh my God, perfection. This color is incredible on her. And then, you know, a quarter to half the people were saying the exact opposite. This color is not for her. Oh, she always wears this color or this is boring. I would have expected more. Whatever in this, like her boobs are falling out. I'm thinking of actual comments. One comment was that (laughs) Jennifer Aniston, they said, zoom in on Jennifer Aniston's hands. They're looking so old. You can tell she's not happy and that she's lonely based on her hands. I mean, people, the things that they're saying. Oh, was so interesting. And it was such a good reminder that in anything that you do, even if it's getting glammed up and going to the Golden Globes, there are going to be some people who are so into it, who love what you're doing. And there are going to be some people that just aren't into it, that just don't get it. They're not on the same wavelength. They have different preferences. They're not seeing things in the same light. In anything we do, in any job that we have, in anything that we say, it's likely that some people will resonate with it and some people won't. That's the name of the game. The challenge is that for so many of us, we've grown up as people pleasers. How in the world are you supposed to please everyone when everyone has a different perspective? You cannot is the answer. You cannot please everyone. And in fact, the more that you show up fully as yourself, the more feathers you're going to ruffle, the more people are going to feel triggered by that, or they're going to feel like they can share their opinion about that. So I want to remind you though, that if you're constantly trying to please everyone, ultimately you will end up a diluted version of yourself. And this is where we come into a place where we don't actually even know what we like because we're so worried about what person A or person B will like and what they'll think. So we stray away from what we intuitively feel or connect with. And let's just use an outfit as an example here because we're on that that line. Maybe you feel good in something. It feels comfortable to you or you feel, I don't know, you smile when you put it on or you love that color. It feels really good to you. And then you think, oh, my mom once told me I didn't look great in that color or they would probably do this differently if they were wearing it. And so we start to switch things up in hopes of pleasing all those around us. And let me tell you, that is a fast track to losing yourself. So I know if you're a people pleaser that it's hard to break those tendencies because some part of you feels like you need the affirmation from others that you are enough. Really though, the only opinion that matters is your own because no matter what you wear, someone is going to be let down. And the last person I want you to let down is yourself. So just starting to notice where in your life are you clear on what you desire, what you like, where does it feel foggy? Where is there fear of judgment that may be holding you back 
from stating what it is that you desire or stating what it is that you like or showing up fully as yourself, noticing whose approval you are requiring or needing in order to feel enough. Being gentle with yourself in all of this, you know, our desire to be enough is so primal and it is deep rooted (laughs) in our society as a whole, not just you. So being gentle with yourself. I'm turning 39 soon, and I've noticed my skin is changing. I'm okay with change, really, but I do want to make sure that I'm taking care of my skin with a simple but nourishing nighttime routine. Step one is going to be minimizing stress, which directly impacts our skin health. So in addition to deep breaths and a new nighttime routine, legs up against the wall, if you know what I'm talking about, I'm using the new Collagen Dream Night Cream from Osea. This gorgeous new Osea product is the first clinically proven night cream to reduce the effects of stress on skin. In just a couple of weeks, I've personally noticed softer, more hydrated, and smoother skin. And they've actually done a clinical study that showed the Collagen Dream Night Cream creates firmer skin in just two weeks. Osea was founded by a mother-daughter duo and prioritizes natural, ocean-derived ingredients that are good for your skin and Mother Earth. The Collagen Dream Night Cream contains natural ingredients like a bioretinol extracted from blue-green microalgae, vegan collagen, and king of bitters, a super plant that improves signs of fatigue on tired skin like wrinkles. For a limited time, you can get 10% off when you use the code RAWDREAM at the link down in the show notes. That's RAWDREAM, and just click the link in the show notes. That's 10% off all Osea products, including the Collagen Dream Night Cream at Osea.com. Click the link down in profile and use the code RAWDREAM. Okay, I want to leave you with an exercise that is going to help you connect to yourself, your authentic self, a little bit more. For some of you, this will feel really easy, and for others, it is going to feel like a stretch. So wherever you land today, I hope you take five minutes to do this at the beginning of the year. We're going to do a little bit of scripting, life scripting, and this is where you're going to take a moment to write about a future version of yourself. And I want you to write about it in the past or the present. So as if it's happening or it's already happened. Okay. So the premise of this exercise is intentionally and creatively to step into this future version of you, to step into that energy that this version of you would have if they were surrounded by that desired reality. The more that you practice feeling good in this space, in this future space, the more that that resonates, the more aligned you will be with that and the more likely you are to attract it into your life. So I want you to think about for a moment with that blank piece of paper or a lined piece of paper, if that feels better for you, what are you calling in in your life? And again, writing about it from that place of present or past. So I am da, 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 da. I feel da, 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 da. And the feeling part is important because it's going to help you attach to the emotion that you feel when you reach that place. So I am feeling incredibly connected to my body. I am moving my body in ways that feel good consistently throughout the day. And it feels incredible because I have more energy, 
mental clarity and more confidence because of it. I am in a relationship with this incredible human and we do a date night every week. We switch things back and forth and we hold hands and we talk about how we're doing. He asks me questions. So see and notice how I'm really digging into what it is that is in existence and then also how that makes you feel, how that makes you feel. Here's the thing. When we're doing this, we want to be mindful that we're writing about things that at some level we can get behind and we can believe in. If you're writing about something and it just seems so far-fetched that you cannot connect with it energetically at all, then try reeling it back a little bit. Although I am a big picture dreamer, so I, I want your dreams to be big and almost borderline delusional. I do want you to feel and be able to see in your mind and as you're writing it out, I want you to be able to feel what it would be like to experience that thing. So Juliet Christine, who's a manifestation coach, she's based in Australia. She always says that when we're doing this work with clients, you want to focus on your energy before scripting to ensure that what you're putting out there and what you're writing out on the paper, it's not coming from a place of need. It's not coming from a place of, I must have this or... Because what that's doing is creating a sense of lack within. It's creating a sense of you are not enough as you are, so you need this thing. You cannot be in need of something and have it show up in your experience. That very need actually creates a sense of lack within you, which is an opposition of attraction. That is not the energy that we're calling in in order to attract what it is that we want. So instead... Before you're scripting or while you're scripting, really tapping into an energy of happiness and gratitude and abundance. Probably one of the easiest ways to support you with this is to just give gratitude for what you have already. So if you're scripting about health and wellness, you might be saying in your mind beforehand, like, I'm so grateful that I can see and I can move my arms and I have this heart that's beating all day, every day for me. I have, you know, a safe place to, to sleep and I'm able to speak with friends and share and do this work right now. Like I have so much going for me already. And if you're thinking about relationships, think about the relationships that you do have, even if it's just one that feels really beautiful and nourishing. And then script from that place. Script from that place. You can do scripting about your health and wellness, your relationship with your body, self-love, showing up authentically you, your career, your relationships. Go into as much detail as you're comfortable with, as much detail as you can see. We have talked on this show about vision boarding. We've talked about manifesting with visualization in the mind's eye. This is just taking it one step further and putting pen to paper. I would really recommend, rather than writing this out on your phone or typing it into the computer, to write it by hand, to really have that connection in a, a more meaningful way as you put pen to paper. All right. I hope this episode reminds you to just continue showing up fully as yourself in the best way that you know how. It's a bit of a process. You know, I'm still learning too, 
But every day there are going to be opportunities for us to either connect to ourselves or to abandon ourselves. And every time you choose yourself, I promise you magic things will happen in your life. It's truly incredible what we can create and cultivate when we believe in ourselves, when we believe that we are enough just as we are. So head on into this new year with that reminder. You are enough just as you are. We don't need a new year, new you. We just need more of you. So as we head into 2024, keep thinking about those wellness practices that support you in being more you. And I will continue to show up here week after week, either with solo coaching sessions or my amazing guests to support you in that journey. That is what I'm here for as a health coach, as a wellness coach, as a life coach. I want you to be the best version of you because that, my friend, is exactly what the world needs. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.